you're listening to Se Ves Escucha, Seen and Heard, a language justice podcast for people who are getting trained as interpreters and people who are doing interpreter trainings. Se Ves Escucha is a project of the Center for Participatory Change. I'm Ada, and today's episode was recorded at the annual CPC Language Justice Interpreter Training. We had 21 people from Asheville and the surrounding counties, Durham, Orlando, Philly, all up in the training, um, which was super exciting. The CPC training is based on the Interpreting for Social Justice training from the Highlander Research and Education Center, which we've talked about before on the podcast. Um, and many of our listeners have taken this training. Many of you all give this training. You know or work with someone who has been to the training or a variation thereof. And this workshop has served as a flashpoint. It's like a chispa for many of us in the language justice movement. I'm here with Nikki Marin Baena, who is my dear friend. Nikki lives in Greensboro, is a badass interpreter among many things. Nikki has a lot of chambas, um, and together we co-facilitated this training. In the interpreter training, we try to do two things. We try to talk about technique, skills, kind of like the concrete brain stuff, Um, so we go over expanding interpreter vocabulary, cash, recall, simultaneous, consecutive, pre-sessions. So we do the very um, concrete stuff um, and the skill building stuff, but we also try to do the ethics and our stories and our experiences and that how that plays a part and our identities and our identities as immigrants or children of immigrants who have been interpreting for a long time um, and we had a really good group of people I think we had group a group of people from all over the United States um, our youngest participant was 14 years old our oldest participant was over 60 maybe Um, and I thought it was a really, really beautiful group of people. Is there anything else you want to say about this weekend? Um, no, I think just, just speaking to what you were just saying, just like what a range, you know, like the age range and like people who are really like serious, hardcore professional interpreters mm -hmm. and also people who are just kind of trying to figure out if this is a thing they want to do. Um, and I like that the workshop, it it is structured in a way that at some point there's something for everyone. So it's not just, oh, this workshop is only for beginners or, oh, this workshop is only for experienced people. It's like there's something, there's something for everyone in there. And so this group in particular, it felt like they were really game for all the different parts of it. Mm -hmm. So I really yeah. like that. Yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, Stephanie and Jeanette, we have just finished the two-day language justice interpreter training put on by CPC. Uh, I guess my first question is, how are you all feeling? Without breaking down into tears, I just feel so liberated and comforted and just safe and um, proud of myself and everybody that was involved. What motivated you to come all the way from, from Philly to this interpreter training? What motivated you to come to this space? Um, so uh, my day job, that is my passion job. I work with um, Latinx cooperators who are starting their own cooperatives. And um, 
that isn't really enough for the organization I work for. There are so many different folks in the diaspora um, really trying to understand how to bring language justice into our work, especially as we're talking about um, building economic um, strength for our people, for ourselves, and creating our futures. It's not just enough to focus on Spanish English, but really creating multilingual spaces in a way that, in the way that I've learned it, is through popular education, which I think is the best way. So. And Stephanie, you participated before when we did the Serpent's Tongue class, and so what motivated you to come to the interpreter training? CPC is all I have. There's only one thing like this here in Nashville, and I'm so blessed to have found it. Um, it's my little pocket where I can arrive as a full person, so of course I was going to keep doing it. Um, and I just want to strengthen my core as an interpreter and uh, that you and CPC and everybody involved does such a great job at facilitating um, a safe space. It's very holistic yet very informative and yeah, I just wanted to get uh, as much uh, training as I could with the people that I know will keep me safe. Mm. Um, I think knowledge is power and I've been, I have some more tools to add to my tool belt and on, I think Monday you know, laws were passed where I felt so scared a fear that was so unrecognizable to me and now it's just this I'm on the other side where I'm more informed about what I, I can do to build resilience mm. um, and I have a little bit more identity now mm-hmm. where I didn't before this training um, so yeah you <laughs> Janet. <laughs> Hmm. I feel more grounded in like the technical like though I could have read them on a piece of paper like how to do a pre-session now I feel like I was able to see how different people did it that there wasn't like one best greatest perfectest way to do it but that you know there's some things you really want to get to and you do it because you're trying to like honor the practice honor the language honor the people and um, and we can use those skills in whichever way like comes through us and that feels really good cue the truck (laughs) (laughs) Um, well I want to I want to thank both of you um, just for for everything that you brought this this weekend Um, for your like heart and your skills and your honesty Um, so I I really um, I want to say thank you muchas gracias thank you thank you (laughs) Y Stacy, déjame escuchar tu voz. Mi mamá está por allá y me está esperando. <risa> Listo. Entonces, primero que nada, les quiero dar las gracias por estar aquí este fin de semana. Eh, me encantó tenerlas en el espacio y las dos, you are some kick-ass interpreters. You both killed it when we did the simultaneous practice. Super impressive. And so I wanted to make sure that you knew that before you leave that like you have it you've got this done and I really hope to see you all again and I really hope that you like keep putting this gift into practice um, so I want to ask you all what was your favorite part of the training and estoy aquí con Stacy y Priscila entonces le voy a preguntar a Stacy primero bueno mi amigo estos los warm ups mm-hmm. um, más el um, cuando what was it called the <laughs> Which one? The one 
the one that repeated words and oh with the book yeah uh word water ski yeah the word water ski was my favorite it was because you just repeated words and words but you had to follow what that one person said but it was really hard because then you had to use your your brain and just keep following if you didn't it was so hard to catch up and Priscilla what's one thing that you felt like you learned uh in this training One thing I feel like I really learned was how to manage from going to Spanish to English and like even if you don't know what word to use, you can just either like skip it or try to use a different word or just describe what it means or you know like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and how are you feeling after the training? I feel more empowered. I feel more confident in my Spanish and my English especially Spanish because over the past years I haven't been using it as much but I took a class at school and it was for heritage Spanish speakers and I felt like this was a good place to put in practice of what I learned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Stacy, how do you feel like how do you feel like you've changed from walking in here Saturday morning not knowing anybody to like right now sitting out here in the sunshine on a Sunday afternoon? It was a really good experience. I had a lot of fun. And yeah, I feel different. I feel like I know more and that I can help people whenever they need it, especially when interpreting, when people need help. I'm there for them. Well, you know, I I feel strongly that like folks like you who grew up speaking English and Spanish, like I think that this is like it's just something that we have. Um, and it makes me really, really proud. And it's like cursi, you know, to always be like, oh, the young people, like, they're so inspiring. But um, maybe I will say, like, son unas chingonas. <laughs> so I won't be cursi older person, but I just want to say, like, son unas chingonas. Whisky, so, animales, so mesas, zapato, eh, aguardiente, chungo, gemelo, eh, madera. Colombia, pupusas, luz, silla, um, uh, tomate, café, marón. Uh, zanahoria, Pokemon. Ooh. Hola, hola, soy Cynthia. Y yo soy Paula. Um, so we just walked out of the interpreter training. Uh, how are you all feeling? Wow, I feel incredibly tired, drained, but energized and with a lot of warmth and positivity. It was such an amazing experience. I, I absolutely loved it. Me too, I'm pretty tired because we did a lot of work and a lot of exercises where we were playing outside, we were doing activities inside, we were doing meditation and then we were very stressed out doing some interpreting. So yeah, pretty tired, but I feel like it was so rewarding. What are some things that you are walking out of here with that you don't feel like you had when you walked in on Saturday? So one of the things that I really learned about this training today was to walk into an interpreting session with some knowledge and a background on how to analyze the situation, the relationships of power in the room, you know, keeping in mind the operation system in the room and analyzing how I can communicate better, keeping all this stuff in mind because sometimes you just get in and you feel like it's just the language system that you need to handle and it's just conveying a message to from one language to the other but there's so much involved mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes 
uh, I um, we had a, a dynamic in which everybody was able to share how they felt, what they brought to the table, their experiences, their origins and mm. everything. And to me, just opened my mind towards uh, the kind of people that are involved in these situations in interpreting and this in this community in Asheville. Mm. And it's just, uh, it helps you understand more about what this community is like, what the people are like and their stories. And you just, you move from a much more mindful place mm. when you go to interpret. And I know that you all have been to other interpreting trainings before. How would you say like this interpreting training was different? Well, to me, I feel like coming from a very academic background, everything is very technical and focused on the language. And this particular workshop was very personal. We actually got to learn from each other and actually get useful techniques and useful information that will help us from each other. So there were people with a lot of experience, people that didn't really have much experience. We saw some things that were pretty basic and then we got into some things that were really deep. Mm -hmm. And that was amazing because mm -hmm. it felt very personal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, we always had mm -hmm. uh, workshops that were um, with the hierarchy of teacher uh -huh. student yeah. and you just listen and learn from the teacher and that's the source of information that's giving you everything and with this popular education modality uh, we just you learn from everybody in the room and everybody has something to say a point of view techniques the it's all valuable mm. and it's incredible that we are all missing out on that mm. in different contexts mm -hmm. Is there anything that you want to say or ask each other? Well, I would like to know, uh, seeing when you show up for an interpreting session, what techniques are you going to be using that you didn't use before that you got from this workshop? Well, for me, it was uh, very interesting to see what other people say about um, different techniques they can resort to, like counting with their fingers or categorizing using different ideas and just kind of figure out what works for me and what doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. uh, we also did some mindfulness work, which is something I'm incredibly interested in. Uh, meditation is a daily part of my life. And just uh, seeing how people react to that and the techniques that they use mm -hmm. uh, to get centered and grounded, which is very important when you are interpreting or in a stressful situations to be able to detach and let go of the hard things. It, to me, it was just interesting to see the whole array of um, resources that people brought to the table. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to implement all of them <laughs> and then see what works and what doesn't work. Me too. Awesome. Listo. Muchísimas gracias. Muchísimas gracias a las dos no. por estar aquí. It was awesome having you. And I want to say, maybe this will be in the podcast, but it won't, but I want to say that you know, you all are, are like trained, certified, like legit, real deal, professional. And sometimes when folks that have like very formal training come to this training, they show up in a way that's like, I'm, I'm legit and you're not. And both Nikki and I were saying yesterday, like we really admired like the way that you came in. Like, yes, you all have a lot of experience. Yes, you all have a lot of knowledge. And you came in here like humbly and not like in a fake humbly way like you came in here like yeah we know some things we're also learning we're also growing and so I really appreciate how how you made other people feel um, 
like and how how generous you were with the information right mm-hmm. you're like llámame yo sé yo te digo um, yeah, for sure. and that, I, that I makes a big difference like, uh, the only <laughs> the only reason why I learn and I get experience and I take classes is that I can share it with my community mm-hmm. you know because I feel like we're all in on the same boat we're all interpreters we are all translators we're trying to get the profession better we're trying to get the rates better uh-huh. we are trying to get recognition uh-huh. and it's like we're all together we're the same team and that's why I always tell I speak to a lot of people from different agencies or different organizations and sometimes you know there's a little bit tension uh-huh. and it's just like no because we're the same community we are all together you yeah. know and yeah that's I I really care about that Awesome. Yeah, and I just want to add on the idea that uh, the only reason why we maybe get to know this, get to have experience or study this and stuff, is because somebody else taught mm-hmm. us or shared it with us. So mm-hmm. why we should, why would you want to uh, just be a snob and yeah. pretend you know more yeah. than others and not yeah. share anything yeah. of what you know that yeah. makes no sense? Pay forward yeah. and you know, <laughs> teach what you are taught and, and people learn. are kind to you. Learn from the rest. Everybody has something to teach. Everybody yeah. has something to learn. Yeah. I learned a lot. I'm super grateful for mm-hmm. this. I, th- I think it was amazing what you guys yeah. are doing. I loved it. I'm it was really, really, really rewarding. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. so glad. Thank you all so much. No, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Esta mujer es muy especial, pero yo pienso que So we just finished um, with this two-day interpreter training. Um, you all uh, trusted CPC enough to drive all the way from Central Florida. Um, I guess I want to first ask how you're feeling. Hi, it's Stephanie. Um, I had a really great time at this language justice training um, hosted by CPC. I feel really grateful for a space like this to be able to be in community uh, with other multilingual folks, with other Latinx folks. Um, to have uh, a space to be able to to exchange um, our ideas, to to be empowered, to interpret, to use the skills that we we've been using since our childhood, since very early age, interpreting for our parents, interpreting um, in community, and feeling empowered to use our voices. Mm-hmm. It's very powerful to be able to to know to sorry. It's very powerful to hear and to be heard. To know, to hear, and to be heard. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I guess that's it. I don't know. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, hello, my name is Giovanni Bravo Ruiz from Puerto Rico. Um, uh, yeah, this training, um, we've, I've been following CPC's work for a couple of months now. And it was something that I mentioned to Stephanie loosely one day and we're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's do this. And we posted it in one of our um, many group chats in Orlando of young LGBT, young uh, activists, uh, POC activists in Orlando. And Natalia jumped in and Jeannie was like, yeah. And then um, everyone was like, yeah, and Ophelia too. And, and I guess we all 
um, we're looking up for this for this um, had very high standards, <laughs> but and really, they, they, I think I think they exceeded the exceeded, really exceeded them um, because a lot of times when you think about interpreter training, mm. you think about any type of training, you think about uh, something that's definitely far from popular democracy, mm. popular um, education, mm. right? And so um, the way that the workshop worked really. Um, made me think more about how we can continue to implement things like this mm. in Orlando and bring mm. it back to people in Orlando so that mm. the kids that as Stephanie was saying mm. um, have spoken Spanish and English and, and interpret for their parents are, figure out that they can do this too mm. to help their community to help their friends to help their their like their everything um, so yeah it was really enriching I guess Giovanni texted me and was like I'm gonna need 10 spots uh, in the training I was like Giovanni there's only like 20 spots in the training <laughs> it's like I'm gonna need 10 of them I was like cinco <laughs> so that's what that's what actually happened <laughs> it's like necesito diez I was like oh, okay um, what would you what would you ask each other after this training what do you want to ask each other how are we how are we gonna do this co-op yeah. how are we gonna bring this to, to Florida how are we gonna spread this how are we gonna continue to do this work um, how are we gonna yeah all that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely I second that um, yeah just kind of like not forgetting what we learned definitely and kind of reminding each other maybe not every week but you know <laughs> just like constantly like reminding like okay you know yeah. what are we doing with yeah. the knowledge that we received at this place yeah yeah it's like, what are we going to do to continue to like learn more about this? Um, how are we going to connect with with um, language justice movements mm -hmm. in in our own countries? Mm -hmm. And how can you continue to like foster more language justice um, in 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 our city on a more also on a more like um, established level? Because we know that in our city, there's probably we have Haitians, we have mm -hmm. Puerto Ricans, we have Colombians, we have people from all around the world, and there's not this access. The things mm. in their language mm. is very hard to get, mm. and so landlords take advantage of people, and and the, and politicians take advantage of people, and everyone takes advantage of people that don't know the language, right. and so how do we bridge that gap? How do we start building and bridging that gap? Will be like one of the biggest questions right now, I think. Algo más que quieran decir? Anything else you want to add? Yeah. Something else that I'm really excited about. Um, in terms of language justice is, is it really intersects with all the other areas of justice. As Joanne was just saying, we have um, a lot of different communities um, everywhere, right, in Orlando, especially in Central Florida. Um, and I feel like language justice is one of those that intersects with all the issues. So mm -hmm. we'd be able to, to better organize and better support um, issues of affordable housing, of reproductive justice, of environmental justice, because, mm -hmm. like, if we're all together, if we can all communicate, if we're all on the same page, united, then we can be more powerful. Get more done, yeah. Great change. <laughs> nice closing statement. <laughs> Listo. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'm Ada Volkmer of the Center for Participatory Change. Leonel Gutierrez from GBD Productions. Follow CBS Escucha on Facebook and Instagram. No sean gachos. Subscribe, rate, like, follow. Please leave a review. We need more stars, please. On Twitter, we're at SVSE Podcast. You can email us at svsepodcast at gmail.com. This episode is produced by GBD Productions. I want to thank all the folks who participated in the interpreter training and thank all of you for listening. Music by Combo Chimbita. Bye.